0: Welcome to Enterprise Radio, the signature show of the Enterprise Podcast Network, featuring some of the most prominent business professionals in the world today. And now your host, Eric Dye. This is Eric Dye, and once again, welcome to Enterprise Radio, a part of EPN, the Enterprise Podcast Network. Today on the program, we're speaking with Mr. Roy Zerr, the CEO of the Thrive DX Enterprise Division. Thrive DX is the number one global leader in cybersecurity education, providing cybersecurity training to upskill and reskill lifelong learners. Their solutions exist to bridge the skills gap and impact the talent shortage in the cybersecurity and overall tech industry. Roy is joining us today to help us understand the current threat landscape for enterprises. And we'll explain why the key to keeping your company safe is right at your fingertips, the people who make up your organization. And Roy, thanks for joining us here today.
1: Thanks, Eric. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: And our pleasure to have you with us. Looking forward to hearing from you. And I'm sure there's a lot we need to learn about cybersecurity. And I'm sure we'll learn a couple of things from you here today. So tell us, for starters, what is the number one threat to business security this year in 2023?
1: You know, cybersecurity sounds like a technological issue. And there are a lot of technological challenges in cybersecurity. But actually, when we look at the data, uh, research by IBM and other, you know, other big tech companies, We see that actually the biggest threat in cybersecurity is the human factor, which is involved in in about 95 percent of all security incidents. And also we see the attack vectors where hackers target right now organizations from small organizations to large enterprise. The entry point to the organization from a cybersecurity point of view is the human being, the human factor. So we see phishing attacks with email phishing or smishing with SMS phishing. And we see other ways that hackers exploit the vulnerabilities and weaknesses of the human factors. That, so that's actually the main reason uh, and the main factor that's involved in, in cybersecurity breaches.
0: Certainly some good information to get us underway here today. Now, also, how can organizations mitigate all this that you just mentioned?
1: So when we think about cybersecurity in every organization, from small organization to a large organization, you need to think about three main factors that you take in consideration. Technologies that you implement, processes that you implement, and how you're investing in people. Now, based on the research we see by IBM and others, we see that investing in people brings the biggest reduction in risk and also the most significant ROI, return on investment in, in, in consideration to you know other aspects of technologies and processes. So the main thing I would recommend, we would recommend is to invest in effective training that focus on changing behaviors of your employees, meaning get them the relevant, get them the relevant training for them, whether these are the end user that need uh, security awareness and phishing training, or whether these are the developers and engineer in your organization that need uh, uh, AppSec, application security training, or IT security training. This is something that we need to make sure that every person in the organization gets the relevant training and is qualified with the necessary knowledge and skills to get their job you know, better and, and more secured.
0: Another question for you, Mr. Zura, what does tailored training look like? I saw somewhere that the goal is building a culture of security. Tell us about that. That sounds quite interesting.
1: Yeah, so training, a lot of times when people think about cybersecurity training, they don't think about this as something that you know they would like to do. If you think about an organization, most people that are not in the security space See this as a burden, and I understand. You know, they have their life, they have their jobs. They don't really want to invest too much in in cybersecurity training. Especially, they don't want to invest in cybersecurity training if this is generic training that is not really relevant for their industry or position, etc. So, when we when we think about tailored training, we think about this to be customized and relevant in several aspects. One, you want to make sure that the training is relevant to your position. Meaning, if you are a developer you want to make sure that you're getting cybersecurity training that is around application security or software software development code or software development uh, aspects in in secure code. If you are a, you know, a compliance officer or a risk manager, you need to make sure you get training around these aspects. And if you are just working in, let's say, sales or marketing or finance or other departments, you just need to make sure you are getting the basic, uh, you know, security awareness and, and, and phishing training. So, the first aspect of tailored training is that it's relevant for your position. Then the second aspect is that it will be relevant for your industry or for the vertical. Let's say you are working for a financial institution, like a bank or you know an insurance company, or you are working for healthcare, you know, or a hospital, uh, uh, you know, healthcare provider or a hospital. You want to make sure that the training is relevant to the environment you are working at. So that's the that's the second part, making sure that the training is relevant for your vertical or industry. And the third part is that it's also relevant for your specific company. So for example, when you have training around phishing, instead of doing generic training about phishing and how to avoid clicking on general emails, we can actually have the phishing training customized to your specific company. So the examples and all the the simulations will be similar to what you experience in your own company. And then it makes you much more engaged. Then it creates this culture of security because every one of the employees in the organization are suddenly become part of the what we call human firewall of the organization because they have training that is relevant for their position, their industry, and their company.
0: Well, it certainly makes total sense. Fabulous information. I'm sure you've grabbed the attention of the audience as well. And making a positive impact here today. We're speaking with Roy Zer, the CEO of the Thrive DX Enterprise Division. Thrive DX is the number one global leader in cybersecurity education, providing cybersecurity training to upskill and reskill lifelong learners here on Enterprise Radio, a part of EP and the Enterprise Podcast Network. Now, continuing on, how do you know if it's working, the training that is?
1: So, in training, instead of measuring how many hours, somebody you know invested in the learning which is not necessarily saying anything about the effectiveness of it you actually want to measure results and to measure results the best thing to measure is how the training is affecting the actual security of the organization so as an example instead of measuring how many hours somebody spent in learning cybersecurity, which doesn't mean anything you can actually check that following a training how many people actually reported on different phishing attacks so you actually measure in the system how many people actually started reporting about new phishing attacks or how many people stopped clicking on phishing emails so think about that let's say we start with a uh, phishing simulation training for an organization of let's say a few hundreds of people then in the beginning what we see is usually eighty percent eight zero percent of the people are interacting with the phishing, meaning clicking or downloading, and that creates a huge risk to the organization. Then once we introduce the customized training, we see over time, month after month, this number of people that are actually clicking on the phishing is going down from 80% to 60% to 50% to 40%, sometimes even closer to 10% and less. And at the same time, these people, not only they stop clicking on these dangerous links, but they start reporting them meaning they actually become part of the security of the organization especially for a small organizations that don't have strong security teams or big soc security operation centers this is critical because then every one of your employees becomes part of your security team so what we measure is in the effectiveness of the training we actually measure, measure the result on the security of the organization and this is this is the the, the interesting approach about uh, the effectiveness the effectiveness of
0: training. I knew you had a good answer for that. That is some good stuff right there and exciting as well. Last question, if there's one misconception that a lot of business owners have about cybersecurity that you could debunk, what would that be?
1: You know, the first one that we mentioned was about the human factor. That's in a general notion about understanding that human factor is the most critical thing. And a lot of people think it's just a technological issue and a lot of time i'm investing you know my efforts in demystifying the concept of cybersecurity people think this is some kind of a mysterious thing but eventually a lot of time it's just taking advantage of, of human weaknesses but if i have to choose another one in addition to uh, you know this aspect of human factor i would say that smaller uh, smaller companies and smaller organizations um, they have to understand that they actually suffer more a lot of times suffer more and greater damages In in percentage of their revenue or in percentage or in comparison to their size than larger organization. So even though a large organization can suffer from an attack of millions and small organization usually have, you know, let's say attacks of hundreds of thousands. Still, if you compare the damage that this attack does, this can, and I know it's a hard word, this can kill a business. This can kill an organization. One, you know, significant cyber attack, one ransomware, ransomware attack can cause, you know, business continuity issue, reputation issues, fines, and, and, and issues around, you know, uh, the ability actually to, to recover. All of this is something that is a misconception of a lot of small businesses. They say, you know what, I don't really care about this. It's not my problem. Cybersecurity, I don't really care. I'm too small. No organization is too small to get attacked and we need to take this in consideration.
0: Again, we really do appreciate all you do in the space on behalf of Thrive DX Enterprise Division and for what you're doing in the cybersecurity space. Where can listeners get all the details on your offerings and folks can tap into this cybersecurity education?
1: They can go to our website, ThriveDX.com, and uh, we have there both aspects for enterprise solutions and education solutions so they can review our, uh, you know, our different aspects there. And we invite them to, to visit and reach
0: out to us. Sounds good, and, of course, we'll leave that link within the show notes of this broadcast. Again, folks, it is ThriveDX.com. Mr. Zur, all the best, and thanks for joining us here today on Enterprise Radio.
1: Thanks, Eric.
0: Again, we've been speaking with Mr. Roy Zur, the CEO of the ThriveDX Enterprise Division. ThriveDX is the number one global leader in cybersecurity education, providing cybersecurity training to upskill and reskill lifelong learners. And for further details, visit ThriveDX.com. Dot com. And this is Eric Dye, and you've been listening to Enterprise Radio, a part of EP and the Enterprise Podcast Network. Tune in to our live location as we are streaming live 24-7 around the world at epodcastnetwork.com forward slash live. You can also find our live stream on iTunes Radio and TuneIn Radio, as well as the TuneIn Radio app for your listening convenience. And as always, we thank you for your support and for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Enterprise Radio. To subscribe to more of our programming, visit epodcastnetwork.com.
1: This is the e-podcast network.